There's an unrelenting push in our culture for young people who struggle with their sexual identity to be tossed immediately into a maelstrom of chemical alterations and mutilating surgery. Is this good medicine or bad politics? Here to unpack present-day issues from a biblical perspective is Janet Parshall. The American Academy of Pediatrics, the alleged top child health care authority, is being accused of pushing the use of puberty blockers and hormones on those who struggle, while at the same time attempting to silence those who think there's a wiser and healthier way of approaching this issue. AAP is trying to defend its guidelines that reinforce the ability for someone to select their sex by stating their position is evidence-based, widely supported, and helps prevent suicide among the people who struggle. But a growing number of physicians disagree. Stella O'Malley, a psychotherapist and a member of GenSpect, a global coalition of clinicians and parents, believes there are other ways to treat gender dysphoria, and AAP seems to be ignoring these other approaches. O'Malley states that the AAP's policy of doubling down on a child-selected gender, rather than focusing on psychological problems they may face, too often sees them fast-tracked into the nuclear option of drugs and hormones. Gender transitions place a heavy medical burden on the body, leading to everything from sterility to anorgasmia and osteoporosis, she added. Many who undergo treatment later wish they'd gone for a gentler approach. She's right. We're now hearing more and more from those who were steamrolled through the process of transitioning and now live with deep emotional regret and lifelong health issues. Kira Bell's name is now well known in the UK for her heartbreaking story. When she was 15, Kira was referred to the Gender Identity Development Service at the Tavistock and Portman Clinic in London. She was diagnosed with gender dysphoria, and after a series of superficial conversations with social workers, she was put on puberty blockers at age 16. A year later, she was receiving testosterone shots. When 20, she had a double mastectomy. The consequences Kira has experienced are profound. Possible infertility, loss of her breasts, inability to breastfeed, atrophied genitals, a permanently changed voice, and facial hair. Tavistock and Portman NHS Foundation Trust, where Kira was treated, has been told to shut the clinic by spring after it was criticized in an independent review. Dr. Laura Edwards-Leeper, a prominent gender therapist, has expressed concern regarding adequate gatekeeping when treating youth with gender dysphoria. She tweeted, You simply can't call yourself a legit gender provider if you don't believe that detransitioners exist. As part of the informed consent process for transitioning, it's unethical to not discuss the possibility with young people. So to the AAP, I say, stop peddling untruths. Treat the whole patient and stop using children as pawns in a political game of chess. Do no harm. Those are my thoughts. I'm Janet Parshall. For more information, go to JanetPartialCommentary.org or email us at JanetPartialCommentary at Moody.edu.